Do you know that feeling when everyone is talking about a movie that you haven't seen? Have you ever felt compelled to make some vague comments just so you can join in the conversation? Well, what if you were in too deep? Do you think you could convince everyone that you'd seen it? Or do you think your version would be so much better that no one would care? Here at Faking Movies, we're always the ones who haven't seen the movie. Anything you can do, I can do better. I can do anything better than you. Oh, you can. Yes, I can. Oh, you can. Yes, I can. Oh, you can. Yes, I can. Yes, I can. Everybody, welcome back to Faking Movies. This is episode 213. I'm going to bring the energy if you guys aren't, so fuck you. Um, <laughs> is that it? Did we do it? Yeah, something like that. I'm a That's fart a Where's the zoo crew when I need them? Um, this is episode 213. I uh, don't forget. I'm just going to do this right up top so I don't forget. Check out our Twitter. Marielle works very hard at it. Um, even sure more so, she's the hardest working person now that we've switched to every other week. Yeah, we um, suck. So. We're working half as hard, which is now 3% of how hard she works. Yeah. Yeah, yeah she's really the MVP of this show. Um, That's true. We've all said that. Yeah. 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 As far as like glory boys go. Uh, you're looking at them, listening to them. My name is Lee. I'm here with Seth. What's up, Seth? Jesus, what? What? All right. We're the we're the glory hogs. We're the glory boys. Oh, that's glory what you're hogs. going for. All right. Yeah, yeah. Marielle does all the work. We get all the glory. You know, it's like corporate America. Oh, mm, that's true. And gender the rest roles, of America, unfortunately. Yeah. 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 Wow. Yeah. Wow. Way to bring the energy, Lee. <laughs> I didn't say what kind of energy I was going to bring. <laughs> Malignant energy. Um, <laughs> hey, Zach, you're also here. How are you doing? Yeah, I'm doing good. I am so psyched. One of our friends, not of the podcast, just oh. IRL friends, is uh, went to Hibachi by herself. Right. And is currently there doing the whole table thing by herself and i just can't wait she, to see how that shakes out is she I'm the so only excited. one at the table she is not i that okay. was the exact first question to ask and thank christ there is apparently an elderly couple and then a family of three. Uh, oh, that's okay not this a great is, sitch this is, this it's is. so much better than you and the chef not speaking for an hour and a half just like can we just both be done? Are we done? So, yet? Can, just make, can, can you just done. can you just throw throw a shrimp in my mouth? Let's move yeah. on, and then I, just box it all up, and I'm gonna go crawl into a hole. Yeah, make, I haven't been to make me an onion volcano of, already. Jesus, <laughs> I haven't been to that style of hibachi since I was in Disney World as a kid. Whoa. Okay. Um. All right, like, rich boy, do, going to Disney get, World. Do you get full? Yeah, for sure. Yeah, dude, oh, yeah. there's a oh, lot okay. of food. Constantly, yeah. Also, oh. I pointed out to her, uh, wife and I did this literally yesterday. You can just go to a table and order the hibachi, because I always get sushi, and they'll just bring you a plate of hibachi, and you don't have to, like, interact with anybody. It's like, Oh, that's pretty great. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. way better. All the delicious, none of the weird. Yeah. Hmm. Yep. That's, uh, that's the opposite of our tagline this show <laughs> do you think they would None of the delicious extreme weird however yeah. zach question do you think if i sat at a table i could just order an onion volcano Ooh, that's all i you want might be able post eruption I... maybe no no yeah, i, I want just... it to erupt on my plate Here's so you the want thing. them to bring over a hot plate yes and plug it in on your table you're correct no i 
I think I think you order the hibachi standard and then bring your own onion, slice it up, and then do it yourself with a lighter that you brought, and then get kicked out and arrested. <laughs> you think they would jump to arrest? I don't think I could do it with a with a lighter. <laughs> I think I would need uh, maybe an acetylene torch that I brought. Yeah, I just am wheeling in a big a big old pile of acetylene and And now yeah. I think the issue is getting seated in the first place. That's mm. yeah, Oh no no no. See, yeah. here's the key. I'm mm. going to dress up the acetylene in a <laughs> like trench a coat. <laughs> and a, and, and a wig. A wig, yeah. Ethyl, and and then and then you know the, the, the little ace ethylene the little yeah. nozzle is her nose and I'm gonna put some sunglasses on it and then some Naturally. some big wax lips that will melt immediately. Do you remember how that was candy at some point in yeah. history? Like it, not only is it not fuck? candy, it's not food in, in any capacity. <laughs> I mean, that being said, I shotgun that whole thing of uh, of uh, wax juji fish. Oh yeah, we oh, we did sure, eat a sure. lot of those when we were <laughs> we were all together like last weekend. Uh, yeah, my uh, body will never be the same. Anyway, my well, my actually, acetylene wife and I <laughs> are going to the hibachi, and, and, and I'm going to go with my octopus teacher. So mm-hmm. yep, uh, exactly. Says so at your trial for and we're going to have our summer. dinner with Andre. <laughs> where it's just me one doing one side of a conversation with a tank of acetylene (laughs) are you gonna now are you gonna do andre gregory or are you gonna do wallace sean's half probably Um, wallace sean yeah yeah of course yeah i mean i'm pretty Mm -hmm. weird he's pretty weird and I'm going to stand there with a the camera because I'm Louis Maul and I'm going to d- film and direct it. And this was our, <laughs> uh-huh. our like 15th My Dinner with Andre goof on this podcast. <laughs> seems low. It mm. does seem low, but also aggressively high for any normal human. So like, it's for fine. Reality? It's fine. For a movie I've seen once. Yeah. 15 years ago yeah yeah <laughs> that's about that's about where we is uh, yeah. uh zach you had a question oh no more of a uh, comment oh, or mm-hmm, advice mm-hmm. Uh, i think if you bring the full, we need advice these yeah, two need advice the yes. full acetylene setup uh then at your attempted arson trial that shows a lot of premeditation it's probably not gonna look good for you <laughs> oh shit so, oh, oh all right but, i'm not a lawyer but i'm just saying all right you know, but i'm pretty you have to develop a, a life with this yeah i was gonna say if i can establish oh. insanity from the fact that i have created yeah. a an acetylene partner right so you just have so to drag this thing around for like nine months before yeah you precisely yeah now yeah. seth is okay. proposing a lars and the real girl like situation right, with an right, acetylene right. torch yeah, yeah uh-huh. except for everybody feeling bad and weird for him we all just go yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, it yeah. makes sense. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, <laughs> he's constantly trying to to melt hematite for some reason, and I don't yeah. understand it because that's really hard to melt. What a jackass! Seems like a thing you would do. Yeah. No. You know what? <laughs> Last time I had an acetylene tank, I did try to melt a bunch of hematite, and it was really difficult. <laughs> so, so now that this is on the record, literally, uh-huh. I guess we're off to the races. <laughs> yep. Yep. <laughs> Just like the Millionaire's Waltz. Speaking uh, of records, did you guys notice, I don't know if you saw, I think it's on HBO Max now, there's a documentary about Paul McCartney making a solo album with Rick Rubin. I didn't know that Paul McCartney was at his make a solo album with Rick Rubin stage of his career. Oh, yeah. He, it's better I than a solo album with Rick Flair. 
Ooh. <laughs> a lot of that. A lot of that. Such a fascinating Ooh. series of sounds that came there <laughs> from both of you. I uh, Rick Rubin is, has a podcast or something where he's just interviewing Paul McCartney now, so that's not entirely surprising. Mm, that's not. Cool. Yeah, also, I mean, he's it's... fucking Rick Rubin. I mean, yeah. No, but like if you think about all the famous older musicians who made albums with Rick Rubin, did it because oh, I haven't had a hit in a long time, and I need to. I need this guy to revitalize. My Famously, career. Johnny Cash didn't die sad and alone. He died mm-hmm. as the Johnny Cash that we remember because right. of Rick Rubin. And uh, fucking Neil Diamond he oh. learned how to play guitar again because of Rick Rubin. Like oh, you know, right. no. yeah, he had put out two uh, two really good albums. That's just huh. Rick Rubin producing Neil Diamond. He's like, yeah, write some songs, okay. You're gonna yeah. play on the album. I haven't played on an album in 40 years. Like, yeah, I don't care. <laughs> yeah, you're, you're gonna do it. That's pretty cool. I think you play at this point, concert, I'm more famous than you. Yeah. So, like, fucking relearn guitar. Yeah, just mm-hmm. that's pretty um, cool. Speaking I of Ric Flair, uh, Zach, while you were at uh, in my presence. You spent a lot of time wearing my wrestling belt, and you made God a comment it, about yeah. buying your own. Have you? I have not. I have not. Okay. Um, I feel like I, that so, has to be a gift, though. Mm. Yeah. I'll talk Thing to his wife. <laughs> I would. I would buy you one to pay the wrestling belt forward. Except if I bought another wrestling belt, it would be a different one that I want. That's the yeah, problem. If you like, bought a wrestling belt, it would have to be for you, obviously. Yes. <laughs> you appreciate it eight bajillion times more than any of us. Yeah. But like we were just doing yard work and you're just in a belt. Like yeah. you really you got into it. It just it suits me. I yeah, I don't <laughs> It suits everyone. <laughs> it does. Zach. I felt bad for like uh for Bogart in it because it just makes you feel powerful. No, I mean I put it on too for a little while and I was like, Wow, you can't yeah. see my gut. You can't yeah. see, uh, sure. yeah, I mean, I feel like I'm invincible. Like, yeah, like, nothing. uh, Boris from, uh, Goldeneye. <laughs> I mean, invincible. Oh. Yeah, clicked a lot of pens. Uh, yeah. I would, I would, I have a clicky pen on my desk right now, but I'm not going to click it. Cause That's we, a good call. We theoretically have listeners, so. Yeah. Huh, you know uh, no, Lee, I we don't have, have to... a clicky pen, but I bet I could make something make noise. Oh yeah, so you definitely every, could. Everything you own clicks. Let me tell you. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's not true. Everything that he puts near microphones clicks. Sure, sure, sure. Yeah, yeah. you manifest it. Um, no, I if, we, if I were to do this thing, which I totally would, I found a clicky great. pen. Uh, great. Um, I we would have to sit down and like with a whiteboard and do a full draft of all the belts because I don't have any of the historical knowledge. That you oh, have. I know which one. Yeah, I don't know nothing. There's about there's only this. two that I think would suit you so you're the you're the olivander of my wrestling Mm -hmm. for sure this is great okay okay and and they're both one of them is the 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 big gold belt which is the one that was made custom for rick flair and then became the championship of wcw okay okay Mm -hmm. sounds promising it's Mm -hmm. it's really you've probably seen a picture of it it's really famous the other one is the 10 pounds of gold which was the nwa (sighs) world championship before that big gold belt became a thing. Wait, and then the, it was, the group yeah. NWA? No, no. Well, they were a group. They were a confederation of wrestling promotions. That's not what I'm talking about at all. <laughs> but, yeah. Mm-hmm. So those are the two I imagine. Okay. Both of those names do speak to me. I'd have to look them hey, up. I, I will do that. Do you sure. have a... Uh, I'll send you some links. All right. Do you have a wrestling belt purchase. in mind for me? Seth. You're more nebulous. It's tough. Yeah. Uh, is it going to be <laughs> no, like? No, I a... think something something weird. You know what I would I would. Is it is it actually going to be like the Korean League baseball trophy, <laughs> which is just a giant sword? <laughs> Almost cool. 
Um, it's it's that kind of weirdness. Uh, I, I think you would have the Dragon Gate open the Dream Gate Championship belt. That wow. sounds I like I it just just the name alone is enough to sell me. That's so the cool. cool thing about that belt is to challenge for it, you have to win the right to challenge. Okay. And when you win the right to challenge, a Mortal Kombat a key. sort of situation, yeah. And before the match, you turn your key over to the referee, and then you have the match. And if you win. There's a little gate in the front of the belt that you put the key in and oh unlock, and then you put your nameplate inside the little gate, and then you lock oh. it back up. And then every time you successfully defend the belt, there's little uh, little clippies on the side of the of the main plate where you clip the key of the person you defeated onto the belt. I oh. love how complicated this is. So this is <laughs> this, this is, is just a, absolute... it's a convoluted tooth necklace a thing seth has talked about a bunch this is yeah. this is great i you know what lee yeah you know us yeah you're really maybe, good at this yeah. maybe i am the olivander of wrestling <laughs> <laughs> I, it's assumed I, I thought that was obvious yeah mm. <laughs> oh there's the a unicorn Cap. hair in this one <laughs> friend of the show cab is the bob Backlund wwwf championship for sure he knows oh. what i'm talking about I'm sure he does. I, I, yeah, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Anyway, s- speaking of old-timey things. Yeah, so uh, uh, Zach is faking the, the movie. The old-timey <laughs> premise of this show was that <laughs> someone would do anything. Yeah, maybe. Um, yeah, I'm doing a moves. Um, it, Making moves. Uh, yep. So I'm doing Paper Moon to as the, I think, second installment mm-hmm. in our Moon series. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's true. Always offset. As There's a moon do. out tonight, baby. Yeah. Mm. Um, the blue cast. Moon, blue, 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 blue. Yep. Uh, we're going to do the Your Seth cast first. Marvin. <laughs> Marvin. They play Blue Moon. No, they play Earth Angel. They play Earth Angel. Yeah. Mm. yeah. Close, though. Uh, Seth cast Thanks. first. Oh, yeah, got... yeah, yeah. So, uh, what is it? Paper yep. Moon? Yeah. Paper Moon. Mm-hmm. Yep. We've got Ryan Big O O'Neill. Mm hmm. <laughs> We've got Randy Wolf. What a monster, Quaid. Uh, Yes. Yeah, correct. he's a monster. We got Tatum Little O O'Neill. Mm-hmm. Factually correct. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Tatum Madam- O'Neill for anyone listening. No, the he'll he'll give the real cast yeah. after he's through. Yeah, yeah. I had to look up what their relationship was. It is indeed father daughter. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Madeline Khan. Yo, yep. excellent. I'm so glad you did it that way. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. Um, and John, this is the hill I die on, Hillerman. Mm-hmm. It's a nice closeout. Yeah, because yeah. yep. doing doing stupid goofs uh, is the hill I die upon. <laughs> yeah. So. Oh, yeah, sure enough. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, we got Ryan O'Neill, Randy Quaid, Tatum O'Neill, Madeline Kahn, and John Hillerman. Mm-hmm. You want to tell everybody how you didn't know who Madeline Kahn was? Yeah, I didn't. Ooh. And then you sent her a picture, and I was like, mm, maybe. And then you guys said, uh, Mel Blanc I called movies. you a Philistine. Yeah. You did. And other expletives, or mm-hmm. more offensive expletives. I was angry. You were, you were. Eh, understandable. It's not really my era, you know. It's the, no, it's not your era, but also Madeline Kahn is a is a, a treasure. national treasure. Yeah. yeah did again, you never watch a Mel Brooks movie growing up? Growing up, no, absolutely did, not. Did you ever watch Clue? Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Oh, dude. Okay. I just remember Tim Curry. That's she. Flames <laughs> on my face. You know, right. she's Madeline Kahn. She's the best. Okay. Sure. 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 
Whatever. Um, go fuck yourself. Wow. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Contentious oh, to the end. Wow. Multiple is, uh, Oscar nomination, Madeline Kahn for comedies. That yeah, was, is impressive. Yeah, wow. dude. That ain't Dead, happen anymore. Tragically young, Madeline oh, Kahn of oh. cancer worked oh. literally until a week before she died. Ah. Oh. What was she the last was thing? A, she was a pro. Um, it was the '90s Cosby sitcom. Mm. Oh. Yeah. That's a shame. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, she couldn't yeah. have known. Well, she probably did know, honestly. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. I'm hoping that she didn't. <laughs> I'm hoping she didn't have to interact with it, at least. Um, also, that. One would hope, yes. Um, yeah. Yep. Uh, okay, so I had two not movies. Um, the first one was a sort of Truman Show thing where our team of people here uh, somehow find themselves on the moon. But then they realize that it's a big experiment, and it's part of a study on how the moon situ- the lunar situation might affect people's oh, psyches. Oh, so um, like a so sort of a love island on the moon. Kind of. Also, they just made a TV show about this called Moonbase Eight. Uh, oh, really? Huh. Which, yeah, they're just in the desert. It's John C. Riley and um, oh, what's his used to be married to Elizabeth Moss. Uh, plays Fred Jones. Armisen. Yeah, Fred Armisen. Mm. Yeah, I try to ignore him. Yeah, I don't know. Well, he, he, he broke up with her. Dune, though. Yeah, that's true. As Which are many I, other great people. I, I watched the first two episodes, and it is delightful. Oh, oh yeah. I, I've been meaning to watch that. A so. must for any fan of 50s musicals. Certainly. Oh. Uh, yeah. hmm. <laughs> sure. Whatever. Um, it's very Oklahoma-heavy so far. Oh, oh, well, that's a thing I can get behind. Yeah, we're just waiting for the uh, for the Music Man episode because it's coming. Oh, mm, fun! Boy. Oh, they do a different one every time. That's no, I just I, there's going to be a Music Man heavy inspired oh, okay. episode. I know for sure. Yeah, like, I mean, okay. but okay. really, nobody wants to go to Gary, Indiana, so it's fine. Yeah, I mean, jokes fact, just for Jackson, Marielle. The Jackson family <laughs> all got out. So. Yeah, uh, immediately. Having mm-hmm. having had Sorry. to drive through that, living in that terrible region, yeah, yeah. it's awful. Did the sting start in Gary, Indiana? Maybe? Yeah, they, well, they were in like Joliet. That's right. They yeah, were around there. Mm. Okay. Yeah, I think they um, went over to Gary to like, I don't know, pull some griffs at one point. But yeah, who wouldn't? I mean, <laughs> yeah. Well, be- be- because you'll get shot immediately but i was going more for the like cross state lines in the past and apparently Mm. the cops can't arrest you anymore yeah that is that is now the fbi does it yeah Mm -hmm. Uh, yeah yeah (laughs) what about states rights um i don't think that's no 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 (laughs) i feel that's fucking stupid i hate that shit yeah, oh god i that was a trash thing to say and i hate I everything about we, it so sorry just move sorry on? sorry okay. yeah uh, let's push through yeah <gasps> so the second one um as i understand it uh the phrase paper moon uh can mean those lantern things that you light like a soaked sort of like a fire starter thing underneath this like paper thing of like mm, yeah paper Asian lantern origin. yeah mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. yeah I, I think when we were growing up at least where i'm from they usually were referred to as chinese lanterns and i don't right. know if that's right. like mm-hmm. correct or just racist yeah. so, same no um, idea. unaware but I, but that's I, what I you're talking about right mm. yes i am yeah. um and so manifestly um, a friend of this podcast who will go unnamed for legal reasons uh decided to do this exact thing 
uh, at a place that I was at one time with some of our other friends. Uh-oh. And these may or may not have, for legal reasons, flew very near or into active airspace at the time. Um, oh, and so my God. I'm imagining a screwball situation where this very minor event kicks off some sort of insane on the run, like lamb antics. I kind of um, love that idea, though. This That's very like fun. A, like, like a yeah. 60s comedy. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. hijinks we, ensue. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. I, I feel like I almost lived this thing and it, it all was fine eventually. Um, but yeah, there was a lot of panic there for like three and a half minutes. I, I feel really like fun. I live this thing every single time I get too drunk. Yeah. So, <laughs> sure, sure. Yeah. Unlike me, who just passes out face down on his couch. Yeah, but... I, have, Man, those, I have photos. Those pictures, oh, those pictures are so good. Yeah. It was they like exist. straight back to college. So, mm-hmm. yeah. oh yeah, for sure. <laughs> um, you know, we used to light those things on the fourth every year, but they're not yeah. legal where I'm from, as mm. they should not be. I think they're a massive fire hazard. Yeah, but yeah. I do have some really pretty pictures, or used to have some really pretty pictures. Yeah, I mean, sure. yeah, they're they're beautiful, but also forest fires. No, yeah. I get it. <laughs> I'm the one who was wrong. Like, <laughs> um, yeah, we didn't know any better. Yeah. Also, I think they would be tangled. Uh, they they feature prominently. Mm. Oh, oh yeah, okay. I think so. Mm, sure. Yeah, sure. it's one of my partner's sick day movies. Oh, oh sure, yeah, it's a good one. Makes so sense. I've seen parts of it a lot. Yeah, yeah, in and out. Um, all right, real paper moon. Here we go. Okay, uh, better be cooler this... than your last idea. Uh, it's a real doozy. Just stick with. Yeah, because I really liked your last one, but go yeah. on. Go ahead. I couldn't flesh it out. It was uh, like my brain kept going to like rat race goof antics. Mm. But I was just yeah, like, eh, that's the exact thing. Yeah, I was dude, thinking that's it's our, a mad, 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 mad world. That's our which yeah. is like rat race is just that movie. Early like, rat race. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, okay. Uh, we open on a dim, very sparsely populated bar with a very old looking hand painted paper moon sign on the mirror above where all the booze sits. Mm-hmm. Okay. Randy Quaid is our barman, constantly making everyone uncomfortable saying crazy shit all the yeah, time. Yeah, it makes sense. Yeah, all right. Yeah. This is good casting. It's all he knows. Uh, yeah. Um, but people don't come here for the company. They come here for the cheap drinks and the anonymity. So Ryan and Tatum are father and a daughter, uh, as they are in real life. Um, and we see them sitting in complete silence, just casually drinking, almost not noticing that anyone else is in the bar at all. I got these movie theater Charleston shoes for your movie. <laughs> I appreciate the interruption. That's good. Yes. Yeah, they're really good. <laughs> yeah, I like a good Charleston chew. They're tiny. I yeah. you get more chocolate on them. I uh, hope mm. to God that I don't have to edit this and listen to your mouth sounds. <laughs> no, it's me. Yeah, I <laughs> have I mentioned fuck you guys. <laughs> I feel like I mentioned that a lot, but let me just do it again for good measure. <laughs> so I just did that for the bit. Hmm. Oh, I know, I know. I can still hear you chewing, so like yeah, it's, it's fine. I'm still chewing. Though. It's yeah, in the name awesome. of the fucking candy. That's <laughs> what they want you to do. Yeah. I feel personally attacked from this antiquated candy. <laughs> I'm gonna go You're get so some cool. mallow cups and just. <laughs> yeah. I almost got real... mallow cups instead. No, Seth, yours would be the Necco wafers and just endless chalk smacking <laughs> to the driest mouth that has ever existed. Here's the thing: I'm gonna throw out about Necco wafers. They're bad. I love oh. them. I love I, them too. I know. Oh, gross! No. Yeah, we're monsters. I didn't know you liked them. Please. Yeah. Um. All right. So obviously, <laughs> chocolate. Obviously, chocolate is the best Necco wafer. It's true. But when they started selling only chocolate ones, 
they weren't as good as the ones that you get nah, in the bigger No, nah, you need the juxtaposition, bro. Yeah, you need no. to remember how bad the other ones are. <laughs> saying chocolate is the best neck wafer is saying like some cancer is the best cancer. Like there's no I can't even like this wrap is, my brain around that I question. Don't, I don't even think you could dispute that opinion. It's the only flavor that they've ever sold separate from the whole pack. Oh, they do have the all brown rolls. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. <laughs> all right. I guess there's no all like brown. all all, green all brown rolls are what I call toilet paper. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> oh, oh boy. Right. Um, so, yeah, Ryan and Tatum, father, daughter, they sit in the corner. They don't talk to anybody. Mm-hmm. Um, John Hilleman is the classic drunk old guy. He mostly minds his own business, but on the off chance that somebody makes the mistake of talking to him, he will ramble about nothing and trap you for as long as he possibly can. Oh, so we're at a bar. Okay. Yeah, dude. Were yeah, you not listening? All, no, I, I know. I was, I was, I was, I was, <laughs> oh, I was yeah. trying to say, hell, this is exactly like bars. That, yeah. yeah. Yeah, this is like. The good ones. Anyway. This is like my favorite bars. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Um, Mads Khan uh, seems like our washed up seductress character where she thinks uh, she's for sure still got it. But she's kind of a drunk mess, and everybody sort of takes a wide berth around mm-hmm. her because she's kind of doing the same thing, which is like, honey, get over. You're like, hi. And Again, you know, you're, you're, you're describing my favorite bar in my hometown. It's great. Okay. Yeah. I love yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, uh, this is our whole character. Um, the thing is, we immediately include into the fact that the whole thing is a ruse. Wait, is there a sixth character, perhaps? The city that the bar is? <laughs> Tampa, Florida? No, probably not. Oh, okay. <laughs> Ew. Yuck. I don't know. This has to be kind of scummy, I feel like. I don't know. <laughs> no, I was just... Gary, Indiana, if we want to... Sure, why not? <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, so the thing is, we immediately get clued into the fact that the whole thing is a ruse. Uh, most people that wander in fit the bill perfectly for the rest of the scene, uh, but they have a few drinks and they bounce. Occasionally, someone who looks pretty obviously out of place will come in, order a drink, and then there's this tension... Where everybody else seems, our, our normal characters seem sort of on This edge. is like a Joe Schmo reality show sort of situation? No, that was the Truman Show one. I already did that one. Oh, okay. Sorry. <laughs> um, uh, so, you know, they sit around for a while and then eventually they leave and everything kind of goes back to normal. Um, so we continue with this sort of what's going on theme for the audience for a while, uh, but it's becoming more and more clear that something is up, obviously. Um, eventually weird glitches start happening and we seem to be replaying very slight intervals of time or there's like tiny physical changes that happen sporadically. Mm-hmm. Something is definitely up and our crew who were very cool previously are looking very nervous all of a sudden. Mm. Um, <clears throat> Sounds like key, some is cube like two a, hypercube. I was thinking sure. it's like some sort of inception thing mm. where they're, they're incepting someone. Yeah, we, yeah. You done, some you done stuff. lead it all up without even knowing it. It's been a while, but I'm glad we're back. <laughs> hey. We'll get we'll get back to that. But yeah, you're you're on the right track. Um, so uh, the key is they deal in fate. Uh, for the right price, you can manifest any change in your life experience, save anything material, uh, because it's boring and we're not going to fuck with like, you know, wish for more wishes, a a kajillion dollars, whatever. Mm -hmm. Nobody cares about that shit. So it's like, you know, you fucked up something with your dad and you want to go fix it or like the love of your life left and you can go back and fix that. Like this is like fantasy Island. Yeah. You can, it's like a service you can provide. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Starring Michael Pena. Cause I I was thinking the TV show. But um, he was in the movie, yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't recall if this is like Fantasy Island. I Okay, maybe. I don't know. 
Um, anyway, massive smash cut to uh, the origin story part of the thing. Here's where we're getting kind of wild on it. Apollo 10 wasn't just a trial run. On previous moon missions, they saw something dark, or, oh, sorry, on the dark side of the moon that glowed extremely bright. Mm-hmm. They told no one at the time. And then when they passed behind the moon and out of the communication vector on Apollo 10, they somehow hand waved all of the technology and accountability and whatever. Sure, sure. And they landed and picked it up and then went back into the moon orbit and just slingshotted around. I love happened. this Shyamalanian twist. Uh huh, uh huh, uh huh. Yeah. So, um, real quick. No. Yep. Lee, you let it continue. To... I, I, yeah, I yeah, was engrossed is, for a goddamn second. <laughs> explicitly doesn't warrant a real quick but yeah go ahead (laughs) you weren't able to figure out how to flesh out a movie about people who accidentally like light off a bunch of paper lanterns and are on the run and there's hijinks but you were able to flesh this out Uh uh-huh uh-huh yeah i that's impressive this one started real stupid and then it took me like two days it this was kind of an old school right Mm -hmm. um it took me a while and it just got crazier and crazier as i went yeah Cool. Yeah, I'd yeah, try it, I, I guess. Yeah. Like this idea a lot. So yeah. keep going. Here we go. Lee. Right. So they landed, picked it back up, brought it back, and smuggled it out of NASA somehow. We're not gonna worry about it. Yeah, the it's gonna there. be up their butts, but it's fine. Probably, yeah. It's extremely bright, bus. it's gonna look weird, but well, yeah, I, that seems I, like the obvious. Yeah, choice. it's yeah. just like they stuck one of them NASA like flashlights up their butt. Like it's <laughs> it's fine. Certainly, certainly normal. Yeah. Um, oh, it's just one of our our, our massive flared base flashlights. Uh, standard <laughs> issue. Ah, go on. Go, you're, you're good. Why are got top men, soldier? On <laughs> why are your genitals so bright? Yeah, <laughs> everything on the base gets a flared. Uh, everything up on the the moon base gets a flared base because we know there's a lot of downtime up there. Okay. Uh, also, you said top men, the the Indiana Jones thing a minute ago. What about yeah. bottom men? Hey, well, mm. we're in that universe right well, now. What so, about yeah. Power Bottom, then? <laughs> yeah. Sure. Not exclusive. And I feel like that's the... We've already crossed over into we don't know what we're talking about mm. this, <laughs> this run. That's and, probably true, yeah. Perhaps, yeah, we perhaps. should... Yeah. All right. I'm sorry I started it. Moving Talking. right along. Yeah, <laughs> moving on. Um, so it has... the sun come up in the west? <laughs> God damn it. Wait. I can't do Fozzie. Do, do no, that yeah, was okay. not that was not great. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so it it this this glowing thing it's from like the a back Jewish the Yoda, more Jewish Yoda. I mean, it is Frank Oz. So exactly, yeah. it's like a yeah. more Jewish Yoda. Try it. Don't How try it. No don't try it, Zach. Story. Just do your thing. Yeah. I don't want to. I don't know. Just move if on. I say one word, Lee's gonna try it as soon as I get one <laughs> phonetic sound out of my mouth. So no, I just don't wanna. do it. Just do it. I no, I don't want it. A go. single phoneme. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So uh, after they smuggled it back in their butts, it found its way to this bar, uh, and our crew guards and also obviously profits off of its power, mm. um, which they found out again can sort of like change fate in very kind of. Uh, narrow ways Mm -hmm. um so someone or several someone's uh has found a loophole in the quote what can you ask for and what's even possible restrictions uh and has been piecing together their attack to steal the thing over time by like sneaking small twists into their otherwise legitimate requests Mm -hmm. so like if they slowly change tiny universes they can like eventually get to a, right. a universe it's, vector yeah where like there's some hole that they can exploit it's like moving a mountain a pebble at a time or whatever exactly right. that yeah. yeah 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 yep 
Um, so, uh, added up, these start to spiral and our generally stable world around the beloved bar turns into chaos, um, and a chaos in which our mains start to lose control of this artifact and the source of their power and wealth. Sure. So most of the movie is centered around this struggle as the tug of war continues. Like whenever our heroes rein something in, other leak springs up and, uh, it's just this constant, like back and forth with all manners of panic. I really like, like, I like it as sort of a slow burn movie where like it takes a long time of being like, Oh, this is a weird slice of life sort of situation. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And then, and then the cracks start to show. Yeah. I I love that. That's, that's my shit. That's kind of what I was imagining as well, mm-hmm. yeah. um, despite my description. <laughs> no, you did a good job. Um, so you were going for the opposite of old. Yeah, I think so, actually. Yeah. Well, none <laughs> of us have seen that yet, so... Yeah, the trailer's just going to be the end of the movie where they're like, this happens, good luck. <laughs> yeah, we should yeah. guess what why they don't leave the beach. I, I, it's so in the trailer, if somebody strays too far from the beach, it like gives them like a migraine and then they have to come back. I think it's just that dumb, honestly. Like, mm, yeah, I thought that was it. Like, it's it's going to be like a, like a temporal it. wall. Like, oh no, there's a ton of, cro- this is a real Star Trek bullshit. They're just going to be like, oh no, there's chron there's a chroniton field. Right. That's the aliens from signs. I bet it happens at the same Fuck time as signs. me. That's my guess. <sighs> All right. Well, let's get off of Shaman. Let's get back into something good, which is Zach's movie, which I was actually enjoying. <laughs> Thank you. Um, yeah. So, uh, I, Seth, I think you just alluded to this before we went off on the Shama Ding Dong situation. Mm-hmm. But, uh, I wrote, I think the fun part is in the combination of making it seem like everything's fine. Um, as in... Uh, like you're saying like yeah you have to like okay, the people that are in the know too. need to cover things up and 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 yeah, things are shifting yeah, yeah. and they're getting increasingly more uncomfortable right and the whole job of the people in the bar our main characters is like make sure everything looks cool outwardly because mm-hmm. like it's all fucked if they don't yeah right it. yeah um yeah and then obviously so people keep coming in and they have to keep serving people in this like fate change capacity, but they don't know who to trust because it's all falling apart. So. Yeah, sure. Um, uh, I guess the other cool mechanism here is because of the mechanic in play. Uh, there's no hard and fast rules. Plot wise, we can switch up anything arbitrarily. Like you can just go as bananas as you need to, which I right, think is like you can, fun, you yeah. could. For instance, like uh, like switch out actors for a character, sure, doing absolutely, ex- oh, yeah. exactly the same performance, but but yeah. different and never actor. acknowledge it at all. Yeah, yeah exactly. Or, or yeah, you could go like Cavendish or a uh, Fat Mike. <laughs> oh, I just said the word bananas twenty seconds ago. Oh. So you just locked into that. <laughs> yep. Wow. All right. It's weird how selectively you listen to my movies. <laughs> <laughs> And then I said the word bananas. You tuned me out and just went, oh. Always man, thinking about that know. gross Michel. <laughs> I yeah. tuned out Seth's suggestion. I've been listening to mm. you. Oh. Well, I appreciate you lying to me. It, it makes me feel better. Thank you. Lee's <laughs> 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 upset. I'm sorry. I didn't. I've never lied to you. Uh, probably. That's probably true. Yeah. I, I, I certainly lied to you. Who knows? <laughs> like... uh, anyway. Okay. Uh. Eventually, the real attack and thievery finally comes. It is Judgment Day. We're going to do the fucking thing. Mm -hmm. Um, Our crew 
does the whole like we can't let this fall into the wrong hands. This is this could change like the course of all history as we know it. Mm. No what no bad person could wield this. Yeah, like, and, and they power. of course don't really understand it to begin with. So kind of seems like it. Yeah, they've just been sort of milking it, and yeah, mm. exactly. Um, the aha moment is that the whole group realizes they can use the device itself to will it out of existence. Uh, as the de facto keepers of such a thing, if they all change their own fate or timeline to not have this thing in it, it just effectively does not exist. It's like Um, Wonder Woman 2. Yes. Is it? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah, that is kind of what Pedro and the whole business Mm -hmm. did. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Well, that's probably where I got it from, honestly. (laughs) Um, So, uh, obviously, there's some reservations. Uh, there's some reservations around the group. Like some people are like, obviously we do this. And other people are like, no, but the whole thing. Huh? Mm-hmm. Um, uh, but when they discuss, like, uh, it eventually comes up like, no, for the greater good, like we have to do this. Greater so, good. Yeah. yeah. Greater a big, good. a big bushy beard. Um, <laughs> so we, we do that whole thing. They, as soon as they sort of agree on it, we flash like extreme white and then back to the bar. They all look a little bit stunned. They look around trying not to be weird about it. uh, And they seem to have some like very faint recollections of each other, but nobody can really place it. They're not like sure, but they're trying to like play it cool, essentially. Um, To the audience, it seems like the thing has worked, of course. uh, And in this moment of pause where they're all sort of subconsciously sharing this, I feel like I know something deeper is here, but I don't know why or like the whole thing. Um, life appears to just go back to normal as Randy Quaid jumps instinctively into some stupid rant about the U.S. tax system or something racist. Or yeah, like right, shit he does, right. So. Let's do the taxes. Yeah. That one's less upsetting. Yeah, yeah, sure. Well, he's a very upsetting person. I'm not going to fucking apologize for him. <laughs> well, that's fair, too. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, uh, Lee, to get back to your original point, I, I think I wrote this like very early in writing the script. This movie has the balls to ask the question on everyone's mind. And that is what if tenant wasn't a pile of fuck? Oh my God. I hated tenant <laughs> so much. Thank I, you. I hated tenant. The second I stopped watching it, I went, I need to watch it again. And then three seconds later I went, no, I'm never going to watch that again. Fuck that movie. <laughs> we talk about this. I hate have, inception. I hate tenant. But Inception, Inception I, was I can at least tolerable. I can barely. at least like watch it mm-hmm. and react with disbelief. Yes. Tenet was like what? Tenet is, what is are you Memento. Get at? Memento, like, if you switched all the scenes around arbitrarily, like it made absolutely no sense. So bad. Ugh. So yeah. bad. Oh, talk so, about a Memento it. Mori. <laughs> okay. We could. <laughs> <laughs> if you want to like not really all right well that was a joke for only me <laughs> yeah yeah really was. yeah i was feeling kind of nolan-y and then again trying to do a nolan that isn't so up its own ass that it like doesn't make mm. any no i like i like literally what i was just gonna say yeah you, it's not nolan-y because your movie was fun it sure, was yeah. it was one still linear and not yeah like it, it, it like it was still linear and that's the thing about yeah. as tenant as far as I'm I'm aware because I haven't seen it yet because uh, yeah. I don't you can't even it. prescribe a timeline to tenant in any capacity yeah. yeah it makes absolutely no yeah. sense yeah. it's like it's a movie that has multiple scenes of John David Washington looking at someone and saying I'm the protagonist. <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, somebody in the edit was like, John, this doesn't make any fucking sense. Or Chris, Chris, rather. Yeah. Chris? Chris, yeah. Chris this doesn't sure make any made... fucking sense. And yeah. he was like, yeah, but I'm Chris Nolan. And they were like, ah, fuck, you're right. All right. Well, like, can we take like 10% off? And he's like, fine. <laughs> you know who edited Tenet? It was the same person that edited Little Women. Mm. Your oh. favorite movie of 2009? Wow. 2019, yeah. Mm. Yeah, uh, Nolan hired, weird. hired them because it's like he you were able women? to, it's like you were able to weave these different temporal parts of the timeline together in such a way that the story felt incredibly cohesive. I need <laughs> that for this movie. And it's like, I'm sorry, but they didn't pull that off this time. Yeah, that's like, okay, we gave you flour and water and you made bread. And he's like, I've got these empty car parts. Can you make me bread? And like, no, no, Chris, we can't. No, <laughs> By the way, if anyone would like to see us try to make, if anyone would like to see us try to make bread with empty car parts, go to oh, yeah. <laughs> youtube.com slash bake it like you stole it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, what a piece of shit, that guy. I hate him. Um, Wait, I, yeah. I have liked several Nolan. I remember movies. liking Memento, but I I've also never remember liking a Nolan movie. I, I remember liking Boondock Saints. So like, fuck me from mm. twenty years ago. Like, I never <laughs> liked Memento. I don't know. It just wasn't for me. Sure, that's fine. It yeah. just felt so gimmicky. I think it was. It was one of his first movies, or his. But first I, movie? I don't know. But I think the reason it felt so gimmicky to me is because I saw the episode of Home Movies where they made fun of Memento before yeah. I saw Memento. Yeah. Well, that'll do it. Brendan yeah. Brendan Small will ruin anything. Um. <laughs> and he just spent the whole episode talking about how I don't want to make a movie like that. It's just a gimmick. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. It's kind of Shyamalanian, honestly. Like you get to the end and you go, "Oh, all right." <laughs> Like, it that's is kind built of on a twist, yeah. Mm, yeah. I, you know, what's what's everybody's favorite Nolan movie? Mine's Interstellar. Mm. I don't remember Wait, any of Interstellar. I watched it once, and I just was like, "Yeah." You're I allowed think, to say one of the Batman's. If I think Dark Knight for sure. Yeah, yeah I think. Yeah, that's I think. Probably I think. The I, think right I think Dark Knight yeah. also is up there yeah. for me because otherwise, like, I don't begins really. As well? He did all three of them. Yeah, oh, okay. I don't. I don't really like. Christopher Nolan that much. I don't I think we've established uh, we've, we've talked about this yeah. in other situations more than once. Every time I look at a list of his movies, I'm like oh, I dislike more yeah. of these than I like. Mm-hmm. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. yeah. It's not for me. Mm-hmm. Mm. But I know fanboys. People Dunkirk. Are. Dunkirk he Dunkirk did. Dunkirk was good. I remember I being unoffended by Dunkirk and it was mercifully short and hundred minutes. Didn't have all the fuck bullshit. really? It was that's it was just barely a, feature length. <laughs> yeah, it was just a movie about a thing, and it didn't have his stink on it. And it I does have like, three. Oh, nice. It does have three timelines. Oh, sure. And the gimmick but, of it is yeah. Seth is that they move at different speeds. Okay. Is that true? Yeah. Oh, I don't. Okay. So I'm the Tom Hardy, the Tom Hardy thing takes place in real time. Oh. Okay. It's a hundred minutes. His storyline. Yeah. And then the one oh, on the, oh, okay. yeah, the one on the beach takes takes like a week, and the one with the boats takes like a day or something. But it's not it's not a secret or subtle or anything. It's very no, no, and it's like right. intentionally pointed out. Right. I was gonna say I I don't remember there being some like uh, gotcha for instance. Like, no, 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 yeah. no, not at all. It just kind of works. Like it's a cool mechanic. Rather and I than think like, you know, uh, I believe that was his first collaboration with Thin Lips Brana, which you know, <laughs> whatever. <laughs> old old thin lips brana sure thin lips brana standing on a pier 
doing a normal, like his normal voice holding binoculars is much better than Thin Lips <laughs> Brana sitting in a chair doing a fucking terrible Russian accent, which for some reason he loves to do. He it does love doing that. He does that. do a lot of that. Didn't he do a Robin Hood too? Or am I making that up? Brana? Oh, no. no. Brana did a, a Romeo and Juliet back in the 90s, maybe? He did no, so much he did Shakespeare shit. lots of Shakespeare, yeah. but he has oh, not okay. done Romeo and Juliet. Oh, yeah. right, right. Um, well, he may have directed one, but he wasn't, like, in it. Mm-hmm. I remember he does, he recently directed some real turds, for sure. Yeah. yeah, like, the fucking, you liked Murder on the Orient Express. I didn't care for it, but yes. Oh, I liked it, because... I think I was in the mood. It is an objectively bad movie. For sure. You're allowed to like it. I'm not. I'm just. No, no, I get it. I think again, I, I think I watched it after Tenet because he was in that and I looked him up and it was like, oh, he directs things weird. And then Tenet was such like a turd mm-hmm. in my mouth. I was like, oh, wash it. Wash it out. I don't. Yeah. Here, there, there are. Good oh, why are you going to wash it out movies? with more turds? Why would you do that? <laughs> There are good Kenneth Branagh. Oh, why? Why would I wash out this turd mouth with gray water? What is wrong with me? You don't want to go full. We're we're all getting cholera. We're all getting cholera. Good God! (laughs) Let alone Giardia. Yeah. Yeah, We should talk about Paper Moon. Yes, probably. You know, and and like Will, we Seth and I actually liked this movie, so I don't know why we're we're so vamping. Well, I mean, uh, I feel (laughs) like much to say. I feel like the problem is that we are now on the two week system, and we just we have so much. We have so much of our own bullshit to get out. We're, yeah. we're trying to squeeze two weeks of crap. In You're right. We back. don't. <laughs> yeah. We don't share three group chats with each other that we do this in anyway. Yeah, every day. we don't talk literally every day yeah, for almost true. eighteen hours a day. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I don't sit at my desk in my house at work with the window with our group chat minimized in the corner. Every five seconds, hovering my cursor over it to see if there's a <laughs> notification that someone said anything. Yeah. I don't care at all. Like, can I please do anything but? Work? Oh, can you I please look at my group chat. Wait, 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 wait. <laughs> you minimize the group chat and not the work chat because that's what I do. Oh, mm. fun, fun. <laughs> yeah, but like your deliverables are different than my deliverables. So. <laughs> Fair. Quite Fair. true, sir. Quite true. Yeah. 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 You have projects. I have assignments. <laughs> true. So Seth, uh, what's that IMDb look like, Zach? I feel I could tell that Zach needs it. Right. So Zach, this is a 1973 film. That seems right. Yeah, uh, uh, I was guessing it would be early. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Uh, Do you want to guess the director? Already. All right. Um. Well, it can't be Carpenter. We would have done it before. <laughs> no, it's not Carpenter. I'll That'd give you a hint. Crazy. It's. It's a black and white movie from the seventies, and you've already you yeah, have watched a true. different black and white movie from the seventies by the same director. True, oh, true. You me. really uh, have. Yeah, it's the guy that did no, uh, they kill horses, don't they? Is Not the they one. shoot horses, don't nope. they? Shoot the horses. Other one. The other. <laughs> that was one. from the sixties. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, the other one. The one set in Texas. Oh, oh, with the mm, yeah, with Jeff Bridges. Yeah, Jeff Bridges. And That's why I was thinking horses and Sybil Shepherd. Too, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I, I don't know. I you know, know, you know what? I'll, I'll get. I'll let Jeff the hook. It's it's right. the same director as um as the Last Picture Show. Oh mm-hmm. yes, 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 yes. Of course. Okay. Which is a movie where a comedic actress won an Oscar. Mm-hmm. Just like this it, one? No, not quite. Close. But almost close. Yeah. yeah. Okay. 
Uh, but Peter Bogdanovich. P- Peter Bogdanovich, oh, yeah. That's a name. That's a name. Yes. Yeah. You've heard of this guy. He's he's on an episode of How I Met Your Mother. Oh, oh gross. Anything you can do, I can do. Yeah, I'm going to cut this all out. So anyway. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> that's a good call. Yeah. <laughs> Leave in that, though. Well, speaking, okay. speaking of monsters, Randy Quaid is in this movie. And also, here is the IMDb one-sentence <laughs> summary. Perfect. Thank you. Uh, during the Great nice Depression. Depression. All right. Uh-huh. During the Great Depression, a con man finds himself saddled with a young girl who may or may not be his daughter, and the two forge an unlikely partnership. Hang on. Is there, are these the O'Neills, or is Randy Quaid involved in this? Randy it's Quaid, yeah, oh, okay. is around, but he's not important. It's, it's the O'Neills. It's, okay. um, yeah. You, you know what? This movie is actually pretty damn good. Yeah, I re- okay. very I re- enjoyable. Yeah, I I did not realize. So I I think I looked up Tatum first, and mm-hmm. she is old now. Uh, and then I looked up Ryan O'Neill, and I remember him from you know the eighties. And I was like, how could he be her father? And then I realized he's eighty years old currently. Yeah, he's damn. extremely old. Yeah, no, he was on Bones. He plays Bones' dad. Right, but he didn't even look that old then. Oh I mean, yeah, I think it's, I Jerry think Jerry Bones' is dad. He yeah. might be. He looks younger than Billy Gibbons, another dad on Bones. <laughs> 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 hmm. You know, facial hair will age you. Yeah, mm, it it do it do. That's why yeah. I still wear a beard so I don't get carded anymore. Yeah. Well, you're oh. ten thousand, so yeah. Yeah, <laughs> I was born ten thousand years ago. So Jesus and Moses playing ring around the roses. There ain't nothing in this world. I don't know. Yeah, continue. I don't know what I was gonna say. Um, no, uh, so Tatum O'Neill was nine in this movie. Yes. Oh no, shit. Okay. And also, yeah. uh, that makes sense, I guess. Yeah. An excellent actress at nine. Like, yeah. I think she did an awesome job i actually have some some trivia about that one of one of like so i don't terribly enjoy child actors most of the time because no. because usually you just think about like oh who hurt them what is their life like now oh, oh god right well, the answer to that is ryan o'neill hurt them because he's in the movie too yeah uh, well, right sure, yeah, yeah. Yeah. right but she did she did a great job she she had a wonderful cool. performance so so a couple things even before we get into the plot because like honestly okay I'll do the plot. This is this is really all you need to know about the plot. Girl's sure. mother dies. This dude might be her dad. Might. He agrees to take her to her family elsewhere. Yeah, like across the state of Missouri. Or yeah, across yeah, like the state of Kansas, him, yeah. Find him after mom dies, or he's just like coincidentally He, he shows there, up or? at the funeral. Right. Oh, because he knew the mom. Cause yeah, they, but yeah, we're not son, sure. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Okay. Um, so they go on a road trip, which is spurned by, uh, started off by him basically conning the person who is kind of, um, responsible for the mother's death out of a bunch of money. And then she overhears that and says, well, give me the money. Yeah. Like you, you, you you owe me two, you owe me the $200. Mm -hmm. Oh, okay. And this is in the depression. So that's a lot of money. But he spent it on most of it already. Mm-hmm. So now okay. they go okay. and they start. He starts. He's yeah, a he spends one hundred and sixty four dollars on upgrades to his car. Yeah, it was an old Model A. Yeah, oh. it's it's well, fucking so nuts. And it's, isn't that it's, what they cost in total back then? I mean, yeah, close because he buys he upgrades yeah. to a, a thirty eight Roadster later, and it only costs him like two hundred bucks. Oh, so. 
toy, toy. Okay, yeah. right. And he just is one of the one of the through lines is that he's constantly taking the uh, the the what is it the front hood icon? Ornament. Yeah, the ornament, the hood ornament. He transfers it from uh, car to car. Yeah, yeah, because right. it is a pretty cool hood ornament. It's a cool, it's a cool one, and there's a couple shots focused on the hood ornament. Yeah, of course. Yeah. So they go on this road trip, and he's running cons to make the money so he can like get this kid off his back, and then. He, he mm-hmm. finds out that she actually has quite a talent for running cons, so they start mm-hmm. running cons together, which is awesome. This is like this is like Leon, uh, the professional, or whatever. Like, Only less gross. Yeah, it's, it's extremely less sexual. I would hope. Yeah, yeah. it's it's less gross, and also like like uh, Tatum O'Neill is super good at this. It's wonderful. Yeah. I really really enjoy it. She takes to it like a like a fish takes to water. Yep. As the saying goes. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. So they're on their road trip. Eventually, he picks up um, Madeline Kahn, who is okay. a kind of burlesque-ish performer. Yeah, her name he... is like Trixie. Trixie, Trixie something yeah. though. Like it's it's like Trixie doesn't matter. Okay. <laughs> uh, so he <laughs> Trixie he wants to... Trixie delight. Yeah, there you go. Ooh. Yeah. So he wants to obviously he wants to have sex with her, and she's basically milking him for all the money she can. You know, uh, sure, I don't sure. think that that's their relationship. No? No, hmm. I don't. I think Really? Even though she has a conversation with Tatum O'Neill where she admits that she's milking him for all she can because she always <laughs> ruins every relationship she has and just let her have her shot? Right. Well, but I think it, I way. think but I think it's more nuanced than that. I don't think that like I I It's one of those everybody's getting something out of this situation. Right. So like, and and I don't think that Madeline Kahn's character it like actually is milking him for everything that he's got. It's just that she like is is using him, but she's not abusing him. Hmm. If that makes sense, like she's not going over the line in terms of what he has the means to do, but well, and he's certainly not doing anything untoward to her, right? Though. And yeah. and I think that comes into play later in the story. Are are we setting her up to be the new mother figure? No, well, no, 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 no. It's it, that, that's it, a real it, 90s it's, it's not like not a seventies. It's not like that. It's more like I money. think that Ryan yeah, O'Neill. I was thinking exactly milk money. Yeah. <laughs> I think that Ryan O'Neill is legitimately in love, even though... I don't think so, but go on. <laughs> okay. Uh, and Madeline Kahn is also in love, and they're both Super using... Super don't think so. But they're both <laughs> using each other. That I agree with, yes. Okay. Right. And but they're also both super selfish. So like I think that also it's, agree with that. Right. So I think that it is more a situation of they're both bad people who are bad to each other, and and bad to everyone else in the universe. And and there aren't the bad feelings involved that you seem to be implying. I'm not. Anyway, we'll move on. <laughs> okay. okay. So <laughs> all right, fine. Tatum is like you know, doesn't like the fact that they're running out of money because of this lady. And she also doesn't like the fact that this guy who, whether he's her dad or not, she has decided like, this is the person I want to like spend my time with. Right. I, I, on I like how much, uh, sort of cognitive ability that she has at nine to like, yeah, it's kind of like we talk, I think we've talked about before, like the prototypical, like too wise for their years. Kid yeah. character. Very precocious. That this might be that character, except okay. it's not annoying. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, it. I I picture a Mary Kate and Ashley kind of situation in this situation. I always yeah. think about like the worst version I can think of is from Five Hundred Days of Summer. Oh, oh yeah, and like the uh, little sister like comes J- over and JGL's is like, give me a bottle little of sister. Yeah, like, mm-hmm. yeah, oh, give me a bottle yeah. of whiskey. It's like, what happened, bro? Like, it's like, fuck yeah. you. You're a child. Like, yeah. she's she's she would be a sex pest, but she's not a male young character. Mm-hmm. Right. It's the only. But this is like this feels much more natural. Um, yeah. Okay. Madeline Kahn has a uh, African American girl who travels with her that she doesn't pay, who is her like maid essentially. Mm-hmm. and yeah it's yeah. pretty yeah. abusive and and she like she's like oh it was a job and now i can't get out of it so her and tane o'neill hash up this plan to break up madeline khan and ryan o'neill and okay. she's like i'll give you money to get home to your family if you help me and she's mm-hmm. like oh yeah i'm gonna help you she's she's a couple years older yeah. um so she basically sets up a weird situation in which the concierge at the hotel wants to bang yeah. Uh, Madeline Kahn and she apparently in the past uh, will have sex with people for money um, she just doesn't okay. advertise it so to speak yeah, yeah, um, yeah. and she sets up a situation where he thinks she wants to have sex with him and she thinks he wants to pay her to have sex with her and uh, yeah $25 which is mm-hmm. oh god hey that's like a an eighth of a car back then <laughs> yeah <laughs> so they set up this whole thing and ryan o'neill walks in on them and then he's like come on we're going and they they take off now that's just the two of them again they end up getting into some trouble where um and this is hillerman he's uh plays two characters oh, right. oh. Um, he plays Weird. a bootlegger in this small town that they con uh into buying whiskey off of them but it's his whiskey because they found out where he was storing it yeah. Oh, fun. Okay. And they get a ton of money, like eight hundred bucks off of them. Uh, six six hundred and forty-five, I believe. Okay, six forty-five. Mm-hmm. Like three and a half cars. Yeah. Yep. Okay. And uh, <laughs> on their way out of town, they get pulled over by his brother, the sheriff. His twin brother. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow! Which, wow! Wow! <laughs> the thing yeah. I read about that is he his weight is very different between the two characters, so he had to. Uh, massively pack on pounds to film scenes as the oh. bootlegger and then go on a crash diet to film the scenes as he the really show. he pulled a real <laughs> machinist there yeah 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 they couldn't have just fat suited him that seems very silly or done nothing <laughs> or yeah nothing would have also sufficed he, yeah, that's good he, <laughs> he does honestly look super different he looks like two different people he really yeah does. it's yeah. it's alternatively hire two actors and that's who, and, who cares? and that's hillerman <laughs> Um. Yeah. yeah who? Who? Weird. Higgins from uh, Ma- Magnum, Magnum PI. Yeah. Yep. 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 So they're okay. on the run now from the cops, and there's like they got they're in the police station, and they're they're basically it's like we're gonna railroad you for bootlegging, and they're gonna take the kid away, and like we're gonna take yeah. all your money and fuck you up. Yeah. She breaks them out of the police station. Yeah, because okay. she's awesome. Yeah, Just she has character. the money hidden in her hat. She gets the key to the car. She pretends like she's afraid and needs her dad to take her to the bathroom. And oh, she's, yeah. like, she's like, run, run. He's like, what the fuck are you doing? They <laughs> yeah. Bolt out He's of like, place. Jesus, Mary and Joseph, what is going on right now? And as, yep. as he is like starting up the car to escape from the cops, it's very fun. It's mm-hmm. excellent. Mm-hmm. It's excellent. So the cops stuff. chase him for a little while and they, they do eventually get away. 
And they end up on a farm where they offer to trade their car for the truck because they need to dump their car. And they're trying gotcha. to they're just trying to get across the river to Missouri at this point. Yeah, this, they, is where Randy this Quaid all comes takes in. place in Kansas, by the way. Randy Quaid flies in with a crop duster plane and it's a whole mm-hmm. thing. I well, got it. He's yeah. a farmer and he's like, We're not gonna make the trade because we can't tow anything with this car. Yeah, and he's like this, uh... Ryan O'Neill's like, I'll wrestle you for it. And he beats him in a wrestling match by outsmarting him. Yeah. Randy uh, oh outsmarting okay that yeah yeah all right there you <laughs> Randy go Quaid looks like a mountain of a man compared to yeah, yeah. Big, yeah. the the size differential was pretty like but then of course ryan o'neill like fucking fucking knees him in the face it's wonderful yeah. it actually is is well done like a yeah really, you know really he winks at he winks at taylor o'neill and he's like i told yeah. you i could do this shit yeah so they get the truck like he's a grifter away. who knows how to keep his shit together yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. They drive away and there's hijinks. They end up in Missouri and uh, instead of going to drop her off with her family, they said, well, let's do, run some more scams. We're in a big city now. We can run all kinds of scams. And of course, Ryan O'Neill sets up this huge score and uh, they're going to meet. He's like, you have to come, you have to show up at this corner at this time crying. And this is how we're going to scam this guy. And on his way out of the hotel, he gets beat the fuck up by the cops yeah. who are chasing him. Because they're like, we can't arrest you, but we can... We can we can ruin your entire face. Yeah, yeah. and they steal all the money off. Well, steal. They take all the money off them. It's like four hundred dollars there. Yeah, yeah. She finds him beat up in the gutter. (laughs) No, it's two two cars. (laughs) Yeah, she finds him beat up in the gutter, and he's he's like, "All right, I'm just going to take you to your family now." He drops her off, but on the way, she gives him this picture of her sitting in a paper moon, which is a thing she did at the fair earlier in the movie. Okay, I was going to say, we are so deep in this movie. Today. Yeah, yeah. yeah the, she the wanted to get her picture taken with him, and he was like, nah, I got to go look at this Trixie lady more. Um, yeah. Okay. Right. yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Got but it. she gives him the picture of her in the paper moon with a little note, you know, and uh, sure, sure. That's he stops sweet. the car, and he's kind of, you know, getting a little wisty, misty-eyed, and then she uh, she's running down the dirt road because she doesn't want to stay with her family, and they, they end up, mm-hmm. they go back on the road together. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Go that's figure. the end of the movie. Yeah, it's, yeah. Good, it's good stuff. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, that, you know, is the way you would expect that to shake out. But Especially uh, in 73, you know. right? Mm-hmm. Right, this yeah, is... of course. Yeah. Not um, looking for a weird twist on that one. Yeah. Nope. Seth, what you okay. got? Uh, I don't know. Like, I've got some trivia. Uh, yeah, go ahead yeah. and do that, because mostly I just sure. enjoy this movie. It's it's it's, it's charming. It's 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 okay. charming. It uh, it has a lot of these like very predictable tropes. I think that's what I sent you when I watched it before mm-hmm. you. You did. I said I said this movie is predictable but enjoyable. I mean, anything from fifty years ago, like it's predictable well, because we've been copying it for fifty well, years. Well, like, yeah, uh, <laughs> but but I think that the execution is also important, right? Sure. Yeah, so, course, like the yeah. fact that that Tatum O'Neill just such a good job, like like globbing on to being a grifter. Yeah, it's 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 just really really well done. So. I mean, so, I don't. Well, I mean, so the character has a chip on her shoulder because everybody keeps calling her a boy. Right. She has um, a she she has a short cropped hair, she, and she wears overalls for a lot of the movie. Mm-hmm. So it's like so so part of being a grifter for her, I think, is like, well, I'm these people don't know what I am. Well, I'm gonna show them what I am. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. I'll get one over on you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. I win. Yeah. Um. So she had not acted before this. Oh, really? This her, wow. the, yep. 
um, when Bogdanovich, because Bogdanovich had made a previous movie with Ryan O'Neill already. I was going to say, he had to have been famous at this point, yeah. Yeah. Both of them were famous, yeah. Both, yeah. Ryan O'Neill had been around for quite a while. Right. He he had he was trying to break out of um, Love Story was his big breakout movie mm-hmm. and he oh. he was trying to get away from that image. Okay. Um, and Bogdanovich had made a different movie with him. Uh, kind of, it's actually kind of a madcap caper movie. Um, anyway, so he's like, "Yeah, I want you to be in this movie." And he's like, "We need a kid." And Ryan O'Neill's like, "Well, about my daughter." And I guess she insulted Bogdanovich so cuttingly that he was like, yep, yep, she'll work. Um, You are perfect for this. Yeah. Um, But apparently, since she had not acted before, she needed, like, very intense direction. Sure. Well, was she actually nine or she's playing nine? She was actually nine. Okay, yeah, I think anyone would at that point, right? Like... Well, I guess she needed such intense direction, and they like were doing like fifty takes on everything that oh, like Bogdanovich Jesus, really? says this was like the worst directing experience of his life. Like, yeah, yeah, understandable. Yeah. yeah. Um. So we mentioned. Can you can you imagine what the good son was like? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, though they were both like, I guess, kind of actors at that point. They were like, both like it wasn't their first movies. So yeah, yeah, yeah. but just um, kids. There's been other instances that I, was it Mighty Ducks or something? Somebody was like, it was fucking chaos. Richard Donner and the Goonies. Yeah. The Goonies, Richard, that's Richard what it was. Donner. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, because they were all it was all the Brat Pack people ish. Well, yeah. not really, mm-hmm. but kind of, yeah. And they were like, all these kids were like twelve, and I think they were already all on drugs. And well, it was crazy. The, yeah, and to the point where apparently Spielberg directed a lot of the scenes with kids in them. Right. So like, right, yeah. Right. Um <laughs> it's like I already went through all these drugged up kids from uh E.T. <laughs> E.T. Yeah. yeah. Drew Barrymore was six and extremely on drugs. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Speaking of childs on drugs, uh, she smokes. Uh, Tatum O'Neill smokes through this whole movie. Oh, uh, yeah, sure. she is. But apparently, smoking. They were they were full of lettuce. I don't think that makes the smoke part any better. But well, there yes. was no nicotine in them. I guess. Yeah, right. right. The, Marginally the, better. The addictive substance. It was dried lettuce rolled in rolling papers, essentially. <laughs> I think I'd rather smoke a cigarette. That no, sounds right? terrible. Um, <laughs> ah, so bitter. <laughs> it just so, tastes like so bad. <laughs> yeah. She. Oh, I hate salad forever. <laughs> Oscars, we talk, yes. Yeah. yeah um, so her and Madeline Kahn both got nominated for Best Supporting Actress. Oh, no shit. Okay. And Tatum O'Neill won. <laughs> and she is to this still the youngest winner mm-hmm. of, of a all competitive time? Of Oscar. Any Oscar? Okay. Yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah. Shirley Temple had an honorary Oscar at a younger age. Uh, but sure. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Wow. Um, she's not the you youngest said... nominee, but she's the youngest winner. Okay. Did Madeline Kahn get one? You said she was nominated. She's time, also right? got nominated for Blazing Saddles, but she never won. Right. Oh, that's got to feel yeah, bad. Okay. <laughs> well, so Madeline Kahn's take on the thing, because like apparently everybody around this movie was really annoyed about the Tate O'Neill Oscar, apparently, but for huh. different reasons. So Madeline Kahn's huh. annoyance in her interview was that I'm an adult human. <laughs> no, Ma- both Madeline Kahn and Peter Bogdanovich were both annoyed. And in their interviews, they're like, it's ridiculous that she didn't get nominated as best actress because she is the lead character yes. in this movie. Oh, Absolutely. Fun. Okay, okay. And like okay. both of them, you know, were like, and she should have won. Like huh, weird. Either okay. way. Well, that's, like, yeah, that's supportive and fun. That's nice. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. Um, versus her dad, Ryan. <laughs> so the oscar announcements the nominations came out while ryan was uh filming barry Lyndon. 
Jesus mm-hmm. Hey, your buddy. <laughs> and Tatum and her mother were visiting him on set at the time. And Tatum O'Neill apparently doesn't remember this, but Stanley Kubrick's daughter does. And she has since told Tatum about this. Mm-hmm. Where someone came in and gave them the news about Tatum's nomination. And Ryan was like, and me? And they're like, well, no, you didn't get nominated. And he punched Tatum. Oh my God. What? Yeah. <laughs> Holy shit. Also, wow. her parents did not go to the Oscars with her. What? Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. Yeah, uh, they've, they've had indicative an up and down of... relationship mm-hmm. over the decades. Uh, obviously, yeah. yeah. They did a reality Holy show hell. together at one point. I don't know. Yeah. Yuck. Okay. Yeah. Wow, that guy. Okay. Yeah, um, pretty shitty. Fun. Yeah. She And she doesn't really have any other roles that are particularly famous or well-loved so like i i was gonna say like i know the name uh but yeah i can't point to anything so that kind of makes sense this was kind of a like once in a lifetime sure everything came together you know yeah yeah too bad that she had to chase that parental relationship for the rest of her goddamn life yeah (laughs) it's a a fucking bummer yeah oof but she's great she's great Ryan sounds like it yeah totally fine yeah 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 um it's kind of just charming i I don't know what else to really talk about no i mean good ass trips yeah no it's it's uh it's it's a good movie uh zach even though it's like slow i think you would enjoy it i don't know that i would say it's slow but like you said black and white and the 1920s and i immediately my butthole just clenched it's under it's under 100 minutes yeah right okay right it's pretty yeah Mm-hmm. It's based on a book. Yes. Called okay. Addie Prey. It's named after the character that Tatum O'Neill plays. Uh, okay. Okay. And uh, Bogdanovich hated the name. Mm-hmm. And he okay. was coming up with different titles and he was like, he settled on Paper Moon. And Bogdanovich's mentor was Orson Welles, but drunk 70s Orson Welles. Ah, <laughs> uh, yes. Yeah. And he. <laughs> My favorite Orson variety. Stage, yeah. Uh, late stage Orson Welles. <laughs> late stage Welles. And he told Orson Welles, like, here's the two titles. What should I do? And Orson Welles, I guess, drunkenly was like, Paper Moon, that's such a good title. You shouldn't even make the picture. He, he didn't just say, French champagne. <laughs> I mean, pretty close. <laughs> ah, full of green penis. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. Also, sure. they there was a, a spinoff TV show, a very very brief spinoff yeah, TV show. Yeah, very brief. What? <laughs> Which was yeah. in color? In what? Uh, in what era? What time? The like year after the movie 70, came out. Seventies. Yeah. Okay, that's the only acceptable thing for this. Uh, it was in color and it starred Jodie Foster. <laughs> oh no, kidding! Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. And it, and well, I don't I even I didn't even recognize the name of the guy. So like, sure. you know, sure. It was Ryan O'Neill. <laughs> it was probably still Ryan O'Neill. No, he was filming Barry Lyndon. <laughs> yeah. One of my favorite movies. Maybe I can get an Emmy for this shit. <laughs> yeah. Oh, boy. I mean, yeah. he has an Oscar nomination for Love Story, which is a terrible movie, but, you know, whatever. I bet he's, to this day, sour about not getting the W, though. Oof. <laughs> oh, I'm certain he is, just based yeah. on what little I know about him. Uh, based on punching your nine-year-old in the face? Yeah. Yeah. Not a cool look, yeah. I don't know if it was in the face, but he definitely punched her. Sure. Mm-hmm. Whatever. <laughs> Yeesh. All right. So, what do we think? Should we rate Seth? Yeah. Let's Sounds get like into yeah. those ratings. Yeah, yeah. Um. So, the IMDb rating with uh, forty-four thousand votes. 
Okay. This movie made a lot of money. Yeah. yeah. Fair enough. Yeah. Do you want to talk about money? But I, I, th- I believe it was under three million to make, and then the box office was almost forty. Uh, it oh. was two point five to make, and it was thirty point nine box okay. office. So that's Still. like a that's like a two hundred in today's times. Yeah, yeah. Sure. It's like ten times the budget. Yeah, yeah. it's really good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. Right, so with 44K uh, votes, this is an 8.1. Oh, no. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. It's actually uh, slightly better rated than the uh, the last picture show, which is an 8. Yeah. Oh, sure. I, I okay. went on a Bogdanovich dive last night, uh, and let me tell you, after the 70s, his career is a lot of TV movies. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's shame, pretty, shame. pretty strange. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, okay. Okay, I'll rate first. Cool. Whoa. Right. Um. So the original, I don't know. It's pretty enjoyable. Like it's a little slow. Zach, you know, I know how you hate everything in black and white, and it's a little. There, there. I, I still have to watch Hot Rocks, and I'm actually real jizzed up about Hot Rocks. Oh like, yeah, it's fun. That. The Hot Rock is great. Not right, Hot I, Rocks. I keep... Maybe there's another movie called Hot Rocks that you're really if, into. If it's like a kid's cartoon that I downloaded, I'll be really upset about mm-hmm. it. Right? Yeah. Okay. Um, By the way, Zach, I have now read multiple books in the Dortmunder universe. So oh, yeah. Ready. Okay. No, no. Yeah. Get, oh, get ready for, <laughs> for literally every movie for you to do forthcoming to be a Dortmunder universe. Now that I know it's a thing, like I'm going to have to You're not going to remember okay. this. Don't worry. Mm-hmm. Well, well, fun. You're probably right. Maybe. Yeah. Anyway, go on. <laughs> um, the original is pretty enjoyable. It takes place in, in, in you know, the old homestead of Kansas. So I can appreciate <laughs> that. History. That's true. Yeah. yeah. Um, I don't know. It's pretty good. I, it's pretty fun. So, like, well, not fun, but it's pretty good. So 8.2. Ho. Okay. All right. What about this? All right. Zach, for your fun, temporal, temporal, like, just, geez, there's so many fun things in this. This is, this is my shit. It's, uh, it's, it's Christopher Nolan that isn't up its own asshole. Yep. Um, correct. I really, I really like the, like, subtleness and starting making everything, like, Normal and then subtly changing things with every iteration. You get a nine point nine. Oh, wow! I really old... like. I really like this idea. I love it's it. It's up I there. Love... This is my the shit. nine nine. Nine nine is just two people sleeping together in a bed, hot. That's all that is. <laughs> no sex whatsoever. Just sleeping in a bed, and you both in the middle of the night go. Ugh. That's it. That's the whole mm-hmm. thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Cool. It's every night of my life. Is <laughs> 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 this your type five about things change when you get married? Yeah. You know how beds are hot. <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah. Oh, no right. one ever, no one ever hires. You me. know how we're super sweaty all the time. <laughs> yeah. What's the I, deal with I glands? <laughs> anyway, yes. Yeah, go ahead, Lee. The deal with give us, give us some. We have them. Give us yeah. some ratings. So original, I liked. Enjoyable, fun, not amazing, 
but I liked it a lot. I'll give it a 7.5. Okay, okay. It's weird that I rated higher on an old-ass movie. That's true. Zax, you redeemed Tenant. I mean, you didn't. You just beat it to death with a hammer. Okay, I was going to say, I, which I to me is, never claimed to. is basically redeeming something. Mm-hmm. It's the thing we wanted the whole I time. I also got like a very The Night from the end of Last Crusade vibe from the people in the bar, where it's like we are the self-appointed oh. defenders of this thing that maybe we don't totally understand its mm-hmm. awesome power, but we know 100%. that others should not have it. Mm-hmm. Yes, exactly. And then we We're, lock it away and you're... It, it feels unsatisfying in the moment, but then when you think about it, you're like, no, that's the right thing. Yeah, that makes right. sense. Right, and then, like, you know, the, the cave collapses around him, and he just does a little, like, three-finger salute thing to Indy. I guess he was a Boy yeah. Scout. And then, like, you know, it's just... <laughs> so, yep. Yeah, all that. All with, that uh, with all that in mind, I'll give you a nine. <laughs> Whew, okay. Thanks, bud. Mm-hmm. I, I'm oh, interested man. to see how that one plays out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, boy. All right, well, uh... Thanks. Uh, it was tough competition. Seems like I did fine. Yeah. I think you yeah. won. So. Yeah, I did. I, did. Yeah. I, I think as I, Lee, I believe you correctly indicated earlier, uh, with enough time off, uh, I got my like early podcast tingling and I was just like, Ooh, I want to put some stink on this. One. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. Feels feels like the first time again. Yeah. Oh man. Are we fucking a uh, foreigner here? What's, what's going on? Hey, yeah. Are we pitch perfect? First time. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> yep, yep. Quite. Uh, all right. So next time to finish out our moon trilogy will yeah. be Seth. Or out so of you band. think. <laughs> Great. I mean, it, it might, fun, I don't know fun, wonderful. We never know. Awesome. Yeah, we haven't really talked about it. We'll have to come up with one for you. Yeah. It's just going to be the movie Moon, and it's got that one guy in it. <laughs> yeah. Wait. Sam Rockwell. Sam Rockwell. No, I've seen Moon. For Lee, next time. God damn it. Okay. I, I mean, I know anyway. what happens. Just because I haven't seen it doesn't mean. Do you? It's like yeah. 2001, but not shit. I like 2001, so, you know. I whatever. know you do. I fucking hate it. It's so yeah. bad. Um, okay. Next There's time. other movies with moon in the title is what I'm getting at. We don't yeah. have to stop. Mm. Almost certainly. That's true. Oh, okay. So now you've heard it here first. We're going to go as long as we possibly can. Oh, I, think. I didn't say that either. God. No, damn. I think I just said that. I think we're going to do that. Maybe you know we haven't had in a long time. A ham steak. What they the fuck is oh, this Are you doing shit? moons over my hammy? Is that what you're doing? Uh-huh. <laughs> okay. Good God. The, the Denny's in my town just went out of business and oh, they changed it to a gas station. So. <laughs> I would Sorry. rather eat I at mean, that gas station than at that Denny's. Also, yeah, probably. let's be honest, every Denny's is a gas station if, you're, uh, hey. if, you, if you eat enough pork product. If you're doing porks and smoking cigarettes inside as a teenager. <laughs> yep. hey So, the movie for next week. The yes. movie next week that Seth Third is doing. In two weeks. Sure, yeah. Mm. Uh, it's called Under the Cherry Moon. Under mm-hmm. the Cherry Moon, yes. I am yep. unaware of this one. I believe uh, the star also wrote and directed it. So, uh, it's oh. a singular vision that you'll be. Hey. That will be take type set. Yeah, talking about we we Quite. might call it under the Jerry moon. No, don't do that because that'll <laughs> just remind me of that garbage movie that Zach and I had to watch for Lee mm-hmm. because Lee watches too many movies. Mm-hmm. That's true, I do. It is now the low bar for any piece of media I will ever consume for the rest of my life. Yes, yeah, so wow. goddamn boring. Is that Holy Rollers and then on up. Yeah, yeah, That's no it. Holy Rollers and uh, Holy Motors. Do you mean? Yeah, uh, Holy Motors. Yeah, the lost episode. 
The last yeah. episode of Holy Motors, Jerry are tied at the trash bottom. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Good God, they can't Actual turn into... The guy who directed Holy Motors just won the Palme d'Or for another movie, by the way. I'm not surprised. The guy that directed fucking Jerry is... is Gus, Gus Van, Van Zandt. Zandt. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> He's won well, a lot of shit. <laughs> yeah, the, the movie that just won Palme d'Or is about a woman who gets impregnated by a car. <laughs> yeah, that sounds right. Mm-hmm. Honestly, that sounds right. Uh-huh. Which is not that different than an old kids in the hall sketch that I like. And also, also Holy Motors. Also Holy Motors. Parts, yeah. <laughs> he just Fuck has a me. thing. He uh, clearly has a has a car fetish. Jesus. Yeah. Stop putting your shit on all of us. We don't need it. We don't need it. <laughs> well, till next time. I, I, I don't want to fuck a car, so I don't know. I'm super bummed out. <laughs>